0: Well, good evening everybody, let's begin our Wednesday night devotional, it's great to see you all here tonight, I hope you all enjoy your Bible classes, um, I didn't get to go to Bible class tonight, I was helping out with the security team, but I tell you what, just walking around the building and seeing all the uh, classrooms full and hearing the Bible being taught and studied was, uh, was a real great feeling, so uh, Wednesday night is certainly special for us to come together and study God's Word and, and now let's have a great period of, uh, of devotion to God. Uh, let's begin our announcements tonight with some prayer requests. Uh, let's keep Ron Scott in our prayers. He's going to have a surgery tomorrow on his carotid artery, so please be praying for Ron Scott. Let's keep Tish Dunning in our prayers. Uh, she's been diagnosed with cancer and will be beginning treatment soon for that. So keep Tish Dunning and her family in your prayers. And let's continue to pray for Nancy Hickman Hickson, excuse me, who will uh, is continuing her chemotherapy. Let's keep Brandi Ritchie and her family in your prayers over their loss of Michael. Let's keep Donna Osborne, who is in hospice, in our prayers. And Rose Hickman, who is recovering from surgery. Let's continue to pray for her. And uh, Tommy Koontz had a stress test, I believe, on Monday. Uh, let's keep Tommy in our prayers. Uh, from upcoming events for the congregation, we have several, we've got a lot going on. Uh, we had a really good Monday night for the master this past two days ago, and we'll do another one this coming uh, Monday. Uh, Be here at uh, 5.30 for a a potluck dinner and then various service projects, so uh, show up for that on Monday, Uh, that'll be Monday, March 14th. On Monday, excuse me, on Friday, March 25th, we'll have another family game night here at the building. Uh, We'll meet at 6.30 in the Fellowship Hall and have a a potluck dinner again and then bring your favorite games, card games, board games, chess checkers, whatever you like. We'll have a good time of food and fellowship on March 25th. on March 30th, the Memphis School of Pre- Preaching has asked that we provide 35 cakes for their annual lectureship. If you want to contribute to that effort, there's a sign up sheet for that in the lobby. Uh, April 2nd, it's a Saturday, will be Ladies' Day. You can sign up for that on a sign up sheet in the lobby, or you can go on our Facebook page and sign up. And April 3rd, that's a Sunday, we'll have our last leaders' practice. Uh, after our morning service, we'll have a potluck dinner in the fellowship hall. And after that, we'll stay and watch all the youth group uh, practice and show us what they've been doing in the last two leaders. Their convention will be two weeks after that. So everyone play, plan to stay there and encourage and motivate and see how hard our youth group's been working on the last two leaders. And, of course, the great day will be May 1st. So invite your family, friends, neighbors, co-workers to be here on May 1st to hear Alan Webster for our great day. And uh, for our devotional tonight, Chris Watson will lead us in the opening prayer. Uh, Danton Dye will lead us in singing. Uh, Zachary Walker will have our devotional message. And Paul McConnell will lead us in the closing prayer. So this time let's join Brother Chris Watson for the opening prayer.
1: Would you pray with me please? Our most kind, gracious, loving Heavenly Father, as we approach Thy throne of mercy tonight, we are so thankful for Thy many blessings that you've bestowed upon us and we ask that you help us to all realize that uh, all good things do come down from above. We are also thankful for this uh, opportunity that you've been given to us to gather here with our brothers and sisters and study another portion of your word and sing songs in our great and wonderful name. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask that you to be with those who are sick and shut in and those of our uh, number who are mentioned Uh, and the issues that they're having, uh, it's our prayers uh, that you will uh, comfort them and guide the doctor's hands that are uh, working with them and if it be your will they'll be restored to their normal walks of life. Now dear Heavenly Father, we continue to pray for those in Ukraine who are suffering um, great loss and we Ask that you give them the comfort, and we pray that they look for, look to you for strength, and that they overcome um, this trouble. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we also would like to pray for those people in Russia who um, disagree with the the war, and we ask that you give them comfort that they need, and we pray that their trespassers will also. Uh, turn from their wicked ways and, and turn to you. And it's our prayer that we can have peace on earth again. Dear Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for men like Mike and Jared and Brother Billy who stand before us each Lord's Day and on Wednesday night and on Sunday night and preach and teach the gospel. And we pray that they present their lessons in such a way that it might Bring some poor lost soul to you, dear Heavenly Father. We ask that you be with us as we go through the remainder of our service, and that everything done and said here is in accordance to Thy will. Dear Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for Your Son that You sent to die on this cross, die on the cross for our sins. We ask that You forgive us of our sins, and we pray that You hold all our shortcomings against us no more. For this is my prayer and our prayer in Christ's name. Amen.
2: Good evening, it's been a minute so let me knock the rust off real quick. Number 608, he gave me a song, number 608, we'll sing the first and third verse. The song after the devotional tonight will be number 922, Jesus Paid It All, number 922. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Glad to see everyone here tonight. If you would, go ahead and take your Bible and turn to James chapter 2. We'll get there in just a few minutes. And uh, for uh, your purpose, I have written, Slow Down, on my sheet about four times. And it's throughout my markers here, so I'm going to work hard on slowing down. Uh, Tonight, one thing I want to talk briefly about is compassion, okay? Uh, As Christians, we try to live that Christ-like life. Christ is our ultimate example on how we live, on the things we do, the things we say, how we act. And one aspect that I want to look at tonight, like I mentioned, is that of compassion, okay? When we look at through the uh, New Testament, especially the Gospels, it's mentioned several times that Christ has compassion. If we look at Matthew chapter 14, when the multitude was following him, he had compassion on them. He healed their sick. He fed them. He knew they were weary. They had been traveling um, many days with them. Then also in Matthew chapter 15, again, when he feeds the 4,000 then, it says he had compassion on them because they were weary. He fed them. Then also in Mark chapter 1, when he saw the leper, what did he do? It says he had compassion on him, and he healed him. Then also in Luke chapter 7, when Christ saw the lady who had lost—I'm sorry—saw the widow who had lost her only son, it says he had compassion on her, and he raised him from the dead, raised her son from the dead. Every time we see uh, mention that Christ had compassion, he did something. It wasn't just a thought. It wasn't just a feeling. It was an action. When Christ had compassion, he actually helped the people that he was with. It was intentional. It was on purpose. And as we think about that, um, we look to be more Christ-like, look to be good Christians, we need to make sure we have compassion for others, and that means doing something. So as, as we look at James chapter 2, let's look at verses 14 through 20. And being compassionate is a way to show our faith through the things that we do. Again, James chapter 2, we'll start in verse 14. What is it then, my brethren, if someone says he has faith, but he has no works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is without clothing and in need of daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed, and be filled, and yet you do, and yet you do not give them what is necessary for their body, what use is that? Even so, faith, if it has no works, is dead, being by itself. But well, someone may well say, You have faith, I have works. Show me your faith without the works, and I will show you my faith by my works." You believe that God is one, you do well. The demons believe also and shudder. But you are willing to recognize, you foolish follower, that faith without works is useless. For us to be compassionate, we have to do something. And that means being compassionate, not just with our family, our friends, our church family, those in our inner circle, but other people that we come in contact with. Those Those who aren't our friends, those who aren't our family, those who aren't Christians. That's part of what we do as Christians, because we saw Christ. Christ show compassion on, as some would say, probably the social outcasts. So as we show compassion, it's very important that we do that. Another way to look at it is we need to show compassion on those who sin differently than we do, because we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And probably the greatest gift of compassion ever shown to man is that of God's grace, is that of God sending His only Son to the cross for us. Of course, most of us in here, can, or probably all of us, can quote John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And of course, we can see that play out in Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost, when Peter and the apostles are preaching to the people there that day. If you would, quickly turn over to uh, Acts chapter 2. There in Acts chapter two, now when they heard this, they were pierced in their heart and said to Peter, and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, "Brethren, what shall we do?" Peter said to them, "Repent each of you and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit." Here we see they believed, they acknowledged that they knew they had to turn away from their sin, from away from their previous life. And he told them what they had to do, to be baptized, to lead, to lead that life anew as a Christian. And as our custom here on Wednesday nights, we have an opportunity. If there's anyone who would like to make that known, to change their life, to become a Christian, or if there's someone who would like the prayers of the church, church publicly, please do so as we stand and sing.
1: Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the time we've had here tonight. Uh, such a blessing. We Thank you so much for our teachers, Heavenly Father. They bless us all, and we're truly grateful. <laughs> Heavenly Father, again, we pay for our sick. We pray that you will heal them, be with them, give them strength that they need, Heavenly Father. Be with those that, are, that attend with them. Heavenly Father, most of all, we're, we're grateful for our risen Christ and our
2: Savior. And it's in his holy name we pray. Amen.